Hello and welcome to our series of iVoice podcasts, bite-sized learning and top tips from Voice at the Table, to help you believe it when you say, I can, I will be successful. Each podcast will only take 10 minutes of your time, and in each episode, one of our experts at Voice at the Table will share her chosen I strategy. I'm Andrea James, and today I'm delighted to introduce Janet Tarasovsky who will be talking to us about the I that she thinks is important for success. Janet is an award-winning speaker who has spent 20 years in the beauty industry, creating over 500 products around the world. She now trains people and businesses on how to have productive conversations. So welcome, Janet. Thank you. Good to be here. What is your I and why have you chosen it? My I is Inspired Conversations. Um, and I've chosen it because I have been to so many meetings and, and involved in too many conversations that have left me uninspired <laughs> and demotivated and really very glum, to be very honest. So what exactly do you mean by inspired conversations then? Well, inspired conversations is about having a conversation with someone which allows them to feel empowered at the end of it. It's actually about making people motivated, making people feel inspired, and most importantly, making them feel productive and using the right words to do that. So what kind of right words? So, for example, um, I suppose many of us, when we were at school, we never really learned how to communicate, which I believe is very wrong. But there are words that you should never say when you're communicating perhaps um, in an argument, for example, if you're upset with somebody, mm-hmm. you don't want to say the words you and then the accusation. It would be better, rather than saying you did not do a very good job at this, you could actually say, I don't feel that this job was done properly. And by doing that, you're actually taking the blame off of those people and actually putting it onto you and your feelings, which really they can't argue with and mm-hmm. it actually is a less um, aggressive way of saying the exact same thing. Yeah, I mean you're entitled to your opinion, you just can't call it that's the way it is. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly right and I do believe there are so many ways you can get people to feel good about a conversation rather than bad about it. Yeah, it's a curious title I think, Inspired Conversations, because often we have to make have conversations that are not necessarily pleasant, and so I don't think of them as being inspired. Mm. Um, when I say inspired, it's, it's a very big word, of course, because it, everybody's inspired by different things. Um, but I have a process, of course, of which I which I teach and I train in, in a lot of my different workshops, and I, I go to businesses or else I actually do it privately one-to-one. And it's a system that I believe is, is foolproof. Um, And I'm sure there are many other ways to go about having a conversation, but to me, the most important is to start off by listening. (laughs) Now, that might sound very obvious to you, but it's something that we miss a lot. A lot of us are not listening to what each other has to say, and in fact, all we're doing is preparing what it is that we're going to say next. So having an inspired conversation actually begins by listening to what people are saying, by listening to what they say, by listening to the words they use, you actually will get amazing insights into what they're thinking and how they feel. Right, so I guess one way to think about it is, are you inspired by the conversation? Is that person, how can you be inspired by that person, I suppose, right? 
Yes, absolutely. If I could be inspired, but I, how do how do I make them feel inspired? So, for example, if I'm listening to somebody speak to me and they're using a lot of words like um, results or pr productivity or uh, profit, um, ways to actually reach a certain goal and objective, mm -hmm. then I'm hearing these words knowing that these people are very much result driven. And so I will then use words that is going to compensate for what it is that they need from me. So if I want to then get my message across to them, I will get my message across using similar words like results driven, like productivity and like profit. Mm -hmm. So I might have a different message than to the one they're giving, but I do know that they're going to be receptive to those words. And that all comes from listening to what somebody is saying. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, let's go, sorry, go, on. go on. No, no, go on. Um, I was going to say, uh, there's more to it. I mean, listening is the first step. But, mm -hmm. uh, if you would like me to go on, I, I could keep going with my I friends. would love to. Yeah. Carry on. Um, so I, the next step that I talk to people about is very much about perceptions. Um, and I believe to have an inspired conversation, you have to start your conversation with one major, major perception. And would you like to know what that is? Absolutely. <laughs> Are you ready for it, Andrea? <laughs> I'm not sure now. <laughs> <laughs> it's this. You are not right. What? <laughs> you are not right. And it's not to say that anybody else is right, but if you actually want to have a real conversation, it actually has to begin with the fact that you might be wrong or that somebody else might have an equally good point to your own. And so when you start a conversation believing that, your mind just becomes much more open and receptive to what other people are saying. Yeah. <laughs> I always say to have a great conversation, an inspired conversation, a courageous conversation, you begin with, I am not right. Hmm. Yeah. I, I guess I framed it a little differently, but I, I think there's a lot of value in that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you said you had more, so I'm <laughs> now... Okay, and then the next bit, I would say, so you start off with the listening, then you, you challenge your own perceptions is what I'm thinking the right way of thinking it. And then the next step to having an inspired conversation is actually knowing who you're speaking to. So that's a very loaded um, statement, but ultimately it depends on understanding the personality behind your conversation. So the uh, conversation is defined as a two-way interaction, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you hope that the person that you are speaking to is very much somebody that you can relate to. And in order to understand who they are, you kind of gauge their behavioral types. And if you see that they're, for example, a dominant personality, then you use certain words that a dominant personality would actually be receptive to. If they're more of a salesy type, you might want to engage more in conversation. Mm -hmm. um, if they're a, um, a very uh, almost financial and compliant type, then you might want to speak more about process and data. Um, and so really, you kind of have to, you're, you're not pegging people's personality, you're pegging their behaviors, and therefore you're using words that will resonate with them. Yeah, it seems as though a lot of it has to do with openness and a willingness to pay attention 
to the people that you're speaking to. Yes, yes. Um. That's exactly right. That's what it's about. And then the final step in my four-step strategy is is about engaging. Right. Um, and of course, to have a conversation, it is it is necessary <laughs> to engage with who you're speaking with. And so uh, one of the best ways to do that is to ask them lots of questions, like you're asking me lots of questions right now, um, get ideas from them, um, involve them in the conversation rather than speaking at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my biggest tips to have a really great and engaging conversation is asking people why whatever it is they're talking about is important to them. Yeah, good and one. It's that simple. You just say, why is this important to you? Yeah, sometimes the simplest things are the... And and you'll understand, oh, okay, well, it's important to them because it makes them feel like they're adding value, or it's important to them because it makes them feel that they're doing a good job. And then you're able to understand how they're going to to be uh, or gain more inspiration from the conversation. Okay, so in 15 seconds, what three things would you like our listeners to take away today? like everyone to take away the fact that you need to listen to who you're speaking to, that you need to understand their personalities or their behavioral types, and that you really need to engage in the people, with the people that you are speaking to. Thank you so much for that and all of your insights on Inspired Conversations. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, and thank you for listening. Uh, remember that on our website, you can get the brief show notes for this podcast You can also learn about relevant workshops, access useful resources, and, of course, get more of these marvelous podcasts. So go to voiceatthetable.com for more. I'm Andrea James, and on behalf of Voice at the Table, we look forward to talking to you again at the next iVoice. Thank you, and goodbye.